0: From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV, AM HodgePodge is on the air. Here are your hosts, Keith Wellens and Mark Taft. All right, New River Valley. This is Mark Tap, and I'm here with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM Hodgepodge.
1: Yeah. Well, good morning. Uh, we set it off the air, and I know that the Super Bowl was last Sunday, but I was up a little bit late last night. Yeah. Working on taxes. Yeah. Trying to get stuff. Uh, talking about of, taxes. We're talking about taxes, man. And <laughs> the problem is, uh, when I was doing it, I didn't have any beers and I didn't have television
0: on or anything else and it's terrible when you still feel like you have a hangover yeah those late nights will get you yeah we were talking about that off the air too the 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 Super Bowl ran kind of late here on the East Coast Mm -hmm. and uh, that that extra 15 minutes was that was enough to do a lot of people in yeah Monday morning rolled around and it was it actually entered the mind just for a second maybe I don't need to be there on time. Yeah.
1: It seemed like it was an extra – so it was an extra 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Technically 15 minutes. But we know it was way longer than 15 minutes. What, The Football world,
2: it's – I mean, 15 minutes is 25 minutes? Yeah. yeah. So we'll call
1: it 25. So then, because it's the Super Bowl in general, you also know that they got to put the stage out there and get all that. So when it was all said and done – it was really like 40 more minutes before you got to really engage and see some of the player reactions In excuses
2: excuses. Yeah.
1: Oh friend. yeah. No, no, no. He was perfectly fine. He was just really, you know, he's just a really good teammate and he just really wants to win, you know, like everybody else, but it doesn't mean that you should go up and push your coach.
0: So I know you've got a, uh, an opinion on this just in general. Uh, but I want to drill down a little bit. So we had um, a rule change this year with regards to yeah. overtime. Yeah, and some of the guys apparently on the field didn't know about the rule change. Yeah, and there's
1: yeah, I was I was not I was not aware of it either. Now I, I don't get paid to, to 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 know it, so it doesn't matter yeah. that much. To me.
0: Okay, that's the point right there. That, that's the point. So a lot of the players were blaming the coach. Mm-hmm. For not telling them about that rule change, but I'm thinking two things: the refs made it very, very clear at the coin toss yeah. that it was a brand new game, right? Fifteen minutes of of play, right? And and the second thing is these are guys; these are adults, right? That are paid to do a job, correct? And they're paid; they're some of the highest paid people in the world.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's great. I mean I could be. I could be doing something at a job, and it can say, hey, listen, you know, danger, caution, or don't do do something. But the reality is, in most of those cases, the person who's on the other end who potentially will do it already knows in advance mm-hmm. to not do it. It's just an insurance to, to to make it. So, sure, should they have
0: known? Yeah, but— I mean, I, I, I fully respect the the concept of, you know, there, you have a, a sort of a leadership um, rankings and the guy at the top or the woman at the top, the, the buck stops there. Correct. Right? But that doesn't eliminate the need for uh, all the other workers correct. to – brush up on the rules or be prepared. Oh, yeah. And by the way, just because the coach
1: didn't say, hey, on your drive home, put the seatbelt on, doesn't mean that you shouldn't <laughs> That's right. know to put your seatbelt on. That's Is that right. correct? Yeah.
2: I mean, the guy, the guy at McDonald's forgets to make fries. Mm. There's accountability, yeah. right? Exactly and he's right. making not millions a year. That's right. So, That's, right. You know, That's right. A job's a job. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah, And he doesn't need to be told to not to stick his hand in
0: In the, it. In the oil. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not
0: more than once, yeah, anyways. that's correct,
1: yeah the that's, that's the first time I know oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. oh, I should have told
1: you, yeah, that being said I, I it was new to me and 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 I actually thought nothing of it at the time, except for, okay, well, yeah, well, makes sense, um I did fall asleep right before the very end, but it was okay. You missed the best play. Yeah. <laughs> I, the good news is I've watched the replay a hundred yeah, times. Yeah. yeah. Well, good morning everybody. This is Keith Weltons. That's Mark Tap and we're with Jessica. And uh you brought you brought beer. You went back in your own personal AM hodgepodge story experience and you brought beer.
2: I did. Um, so I looked real quick when you stepped out to get cups. And it was actually 2017 that okay. I did the show before. So it's been seven wow. years. Yeah. And I just remember sitting here drinking beer on the radio on mm. a weekday morning. And how appropriate know. it seemed. Uh, yeah. At first. I was like, this is a normal thing to do yeah, for money. I know.
1: Well, it's like, it's like weird. It's like at first you go, ah, maybe it's weird. And then you, you 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 open it and you're like, Yeah. It's not so bad. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're splitting one. Maybe this is what yeah. I'm missing yeah. on a
2: Wednesday morning.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. It does always taste different because obviously in the morning, you know, you may have brushed your teeth and there's that orange juice effect. By the way, do you drink orange juice in the morning?
0: No, I used to, but I don't. Uh, is it because of I, your teeth? No, it's sugars? It's sugars. Yeah. 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 Do you drink orange juice in the morning? I'm a
2: coffee girl. Yeah, so me too. So that's probably why the beer is so interesting to me because my nervous system is like freaking out.
1: Sure. <laughs>
2: I just had all this Yeah, depressant
1: and yeah. Go ahead.
2: Stimulate. Drink a little beer.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't do the orange juice in the morning either. In fact, I have a pretty bland diet in the morning. I just have some peanuts and um, uh, half a banana and mm-hmm. coffee. A- and because of that, oh, and then brush your teeth. But when I drink the beer, it doesn't taste
0: all that much different to me than. And we're not, uh, we're not drinking a bottle of beer here. We're just. Sipping. Well, we are, but we're, we're splitting it. it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, we're just sipping. It's like a taste test. <laughs> that's right. Mark
2: trying to sound, make it sound. I know. Like that's better right. Than that's, we right. Are. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's
0: right. <laughs> this is probably some sort of yeah. But yeah, uh, to
1: thimble. me, I don't t- I, So I've I've had this beer before. This is a very good one. This is uh, from Parkway. This is Save the Galaxy um, IPA. And uh, it's actually become
0: one of their better. Uh, is that a, that's is that a double? Uh, it seems like a pretty high alcohol. Six point two, I think. No, then that's that's yeah. just a standard IPA. Yeah, but it's good. But they've uh, got the get they've got get bent too, mm-hmm. right? I wonder what's the difference oh, between. no, this is an eight point three, yeah, so it's a double.
2: I want to say the get bent is in the seven somewhere. Yeah, um, I do like that one too. Yeah, this high sixes. Is... A little bit different. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is so. To your point, Mark. This is this is an eight uh, on here, but it's good.
0: I like it. I
2: drink beer, I mean business. That's it. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) But it's
0: not a hot I'm I'm gonna enjoy my four ounces. We've talked about we've talked about how some beers can be kinda hot. Yeah. Through your nose you kinda like feel it. This one's not. It's pretty well balanced. And it's not we also have talked about Mm -hmm. sort of that heaviness that a double has Mm -hmm. that can be off putting. Right. This isn't this has a little more refreshing characteristics. I agree. Yeah. Where it, it won't get cold. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's the reason
1: yeah. why I asked it. it just comes straight out of your car, like oh, overnight.
2: Yeah. No, I live about 10 minutes from here. I left it in the fridge and mm-hmm. the car. Is oh, it. it's
1: perfectly, it's perfect temperature. Yeah. 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 I'm getting a lot of the, the, the flavors from that. So the last time that you were on
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, we had the beer, um, when you looked it up, were you able to see what it was?
2: No. Um, I'm almost certain it was a stout. So okay. back then I was, and I still do enjoy stouts. Uh-huh. Um, when it's really cold. Sure. Like winter time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's Christmas. Yeah. A Christmas thing to do to drink mm-hmm. stouts. Um, so I'm pretty sure it was a stout and then it might have been like a hard seltzer. Gotcha. Was the other one. Okay. Um, I don't know. Sure. It's not important. Yeah. We're living for today.
1: Yeah, this is exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like I like this one a lot. And then the other one that you brought, which we're going to go ahead and and try here in just a minute. This is the hazy uh, uh, like a fox, and um, this is from New Realm. That's a good uh, a, a good beer too. Now. You said is this is one of your favorite hazies or this is your favorite of it the is, two you brought?
2: It's my favorite of the two that I brought. Um, and I am one of those people. I can be sold entirely on packaging. Sure. So yeah. you know I'm beer shopping, and of course a lot of the places have them make your own six packs So that's typically what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know there was a fox on the can. I'm like, yeah. and it's an IPA, so yeah. I had to try it. Um, but yeah, I'm a huge fan. So
1: yeah, there. What a difference in the nose. Massive difference. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, no, I got another sip left. I just poured it. It's it's very, very, very good. (laughs) And so, when we talk about beer here, there was um, a couple of uh, pieces of information you had talked about on the off of the air. How uh, you know, used to be you had to travel um, to breweries, and now there's uh, been. I don't want to say a uh, proliferation of them um, locally, but there's certainly more. Mm -hmm. Um, That being said, uh, the industry as a whole in the last quarter is starting to see uh, some removal of some breweries. And Mark, we had this kind of conversation uh, uh, kind of in the past uh, couple of weeks, and it's a phenomenon that's that's starting to happen, which is that these breweries, they all moved into certain areas, typically areas that needed to be revitalized. And so uh, the thought process was that the brewery would move in, uh, it would build up a corner, it might get some sort of a tax incentives. Uh, Here in the last couple of years, almost no uh, brewery received a tax incentive, um, but received some uh, potentially some sort of a tax incentive. The hope was that a coffee shop, a pizzeria, maybe a building would be turned into apartments, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, during the process, that there would be traffic and that the property values would go up. Well, because property values have gone up and now there's this housing scarcity uh, in the process, the brewery has now become part of the first person to actually start to leave. And it's leaving due to either, A, changing in drinking habits, which has certainly happened. Secondarily, it's a lot more expensive... As far as the real estate, and so the people who own the property, in many cases the breweries don't own it, their rents have gone up significantly, so they become a victim of their success. But then lastly, there's this other phenomenon, and I'm going to throw this at you guys to see if you've ever heard this term. So it's not um, remodeling uh, because the remodeling concept has gotten so expensive, whether it's wiring, plumbing, um, a new facade, whatever it may be, roofs and stuff like that. But it's now called home fortification or property fortification. And what that means is that the people are putting off a lot of the Paint and things like that, and they're working on their foundations. They're working on uh, the the roof it, system itself, the trusses which may be buckling or everything else. And that's because the properties themselves have gotten so old. The average home and property in the United States is aging so quickly, Mark, because they're not building enough new ones. Yeah. So they don't have any money to put in to clean the property up anymore and because of that it's now turning away people from moving there so you've got multiple problems you've got yeah. it's too expensive to fix up you've got too few people who want to go down there because there's some some of its safety and too few people who can afford to live there because it's gotten too expensive.
0: Well, and, it, and it's kind of Hopefully a- Hopefully I didn't lose you on that, but
1: it's a three-part.
2: No, well, I'm with you.
0: It's an interesting uh, sort of shift in the way we live. So pre-2008, it wasn't uncommon for somebody to move every two to four years. Yeah, And the, the additional equity that they accrued during that period of time was then used- to pay for the paint and right. pay for the foundation repairs and pay for the remodel. Sure. But with interest rates climbing the way they have and with um, home sales generally going to uh, big investment companies, not to personal owners, right? Um, you're seeing that deferred maintenance. Yeah, because they bought all the properties. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <laughs> So
1: I have a quick question. Yeah. So this is a question before we go to your to, to what you're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, I just want to – this is an example of what you're talking about in the brewing industry. Okay. So my question is, though, so is the brewery now the problem
1: or is it still the solution? Do you get it?
2: My opinion Beer's is – the solution. My, my opinion <laughs> is that it's still a solution. I think that people will gravitate – To these places, no matter how expensive it gets or how bad parking sucks. I mean, there's a lot of things up against these. And truly, they're just a small business like the rest of us, right? Um, But like you were saying, people having to put money into these major things, foundations, roofs, um, you know— Regular customers aren't pulling up, and they're like, "Wow, that's a really great roof on that brewery, right?" I'm
1: really glad that you uh, d- uh, fixed that buttress system.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, man, the HVAC in here is <laughs> yeah, killer. Yeah. Um, but when they pull in, and it's you know the curb appeal is beautiful, and the interiors freshly painted, mm-hmm. those cosmetic things are what you know consumers are attracted to because Correct. you know I, I love beer as much as anybody, but there are places, there are breweries who aren't so focused on the environment. It's just not as fun for me.
0: Yeah. Um, You know,
2: I enjoy the vibe when the vibe is, you know, they've obviously put work into it. Yeah, because
0: the alternative is a bar.
2: (laughs) Right. Or or your sofa.
0: (laughs) Falling asleep to the sofa. I mean, it's either a brewery or it's a bar, and the Mm -hmm. difference is is the atmosphere. Usually substantially different, right? Yeah,
2: and you see, too, there's been some that have opened in the area that were really great when they first came Mm -hmm. along, and they tried really hard. The customer service was on point. And as they've grown, that vibe has changed. So, you know, it's the vibe for me. Yeah, you can
1: feel there's some different different in there, and I think that that kind of marked... Feeds into to that well, a little bit.
0: Well, yeah, and so I, I, I was going to say, you know, maybe what we're what, what we're seeing is the canary in the coal mine, mm-hmm. but I don't know if you can really apply that. I don't. I, I, breweries are so different from any other business. Mm-hmm. Breweries, generally speaking, are founded on a dream, right? Um, and, and and they're also there's that craft component to it, so almost the artistic component, right. um, and. And the startup costs for breweries can be really high. Mm -hmm. So, oftentimes, you have loans and grants and that sort of thing. Yeah. So, uh, whereas. There are a lot of businesses that you can start on a shoestring budget, yeah, uh, like an eBay and, store and start from scratch. And it doesn't the, the atmosphere doesn't matter, your office doesn't matter. Right. You can be remote, that sort of thing. So breweries are really different in that regard. And this, so Guanella Pass is a as an example that we've seen here just recently. Uh, Guanella Pass Brewery. This is in Colorado. Um, they filed for uh, bankruptcy last week or the week before. And they disclosed some numbers uh, that I think... Shocking. Are d- unbelievable. So they disclosed they have $2.3 million in debt. Okay, so we stop right there. Yeah. So they have $2.3 million in debt. Now, it's a big brewery, correct? Uh, f- yeah, fairly big. I mean, it wouldn't... N- it nothing would have like, to be yeah. to accumulate really you've, so you've been there before. Give, well, me, a, well, give me, me a size. So, so this is a little bit of a spoiler. Uh, if I was going to... If I was going to determine their size based on their asset value, yeah. it's not that big. Right. But
1: what, what, what is their, like, If I don't know since you've been there, you, you don't know yeah. the footprint I okay.
0: don't know.
2: And is this in a tourist area or yeah. is it just yeah.
0: a- Yeah. Pass, if I remember correctly, uh, is a pass that you would take to go into Aspen. Okay. So it's a pretty high-end mm-hmm. area. Um, maybe their noses are so up they can't see it
2: maybe um, maybe they didn't paint <laughs> 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 so, <a> terrible hvac <laughs> so yeah, you're and, solving problems.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and keith you can probably maybe garner some of the what their size would be based on their revenues so revenues good. were eight hundred and sixty thousand. okay yeah so
1: that would mean they probably have some sort of uh, pretty close to a well, somewhere between a seven
0: and a ten barrel system. Okay, so that's pretty big. Mm-hmm. That's a, but it's not a. It's not. It's no. a big. It's a. I mean, that's like probably Eastern, that an would average. be close to like an Eastern divide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they've so they have two point three million dollars in debt now. Uh, Jessica, I'm just going to ask you and put you on the spot. If you were a bank and you were lending this company two point three million dollars. How much do you think the value of their assets should be? Now you like their beer, so got to start with that. Clearly, somebody like their beer. So
2: hypothetically, I like their beer. Mm -hmm. I'm in Colorado, and I work at a bank.
0: how much assets
1: to borrow two point three million? Gosh,
2: I don't even know. I Just mean,
0: a, yeah, I mean, if you were lending your best friend some money,
2: oh, I would not. No, I'm that kidding. that kind
0: of money. Um, <laughs> that kind I, of money. What would you say? I would
2: think that they. I would expect that they would have at least half of that in assets. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, so that they have there was something to default on. Oh, one, right. Yeah. I would assume. I so there's, there's some risk. To, there's
0: a risk to both parties. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know you don't know how banking works, but that's why I asked the question. Yeah, no. I mean I would think Just kind at of least common sense of would yeah. say yeah. common sense it would say they have to have something. Right. Yeah. So they they have seventy two thousand dollars worth of assets. They owe two point three million. Seventy two thousand dollars. Would you ever imagine being the banker who just said,
1: Oh yeah, I'm gonna have two point three million and you've got oh, seventy two And by the way, because I don't think they own the building, do they? No.
2: Yeah, I wonder though if that's all money actually is. I mean, it, it doesn't it say that that's all money actually due to a bank. I mean, is there no. investors that no. money yeah. is owed yeah. to? Yeah, yeah. So yes. that's a
0: great. There point. could yeah. be you know,
2: other avenues that that money. See has went that
0: down. actually, man, Th- that's a great point. In that you are hazy like a fox. <laughs> 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 By the way, that's that, delicious.
2: Oh, thank you. I'm glad yeah. you like
0: it. I, I'm going to wrap up here pretty quick because we're we're going a little long. But but that is. A really great point. So five hundred and seventy-three thousand dollars of that two point three million is owed to a bank. Gotcha. So you're pretty um, good. But
2: I'm figuring things out.
0: But they also owe um, the uh, the count the Clear Creek Economic Development Corporation. Um, they owe the Department of Revenue. <laughs> And <laughs> they're not going to get away from that one. Mm-hmm. Um, they owe the Small Business Administration. They won't get away from that one either. Yeah. So... Yeah, they th- th- clearly w- this is a pretty typical, I think, brewery situation where they were gr- given certain grants. Right. Yeah, and uh, those grants, because um, I've worked in nonprofit, rate. a lot of times yeah. they
2: can be conditional. Correct. So if they're not fulfilling their conditions of the grants that they were awarded, correct, then me, they're me, responsible me, to pay that money back. Exactly yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're pretty smart.
2: I have my moments. Yeah. Well, we're looking forward
1: to another moment. You're going to stick with us. When we come back, we'll do a proper introduction and a proper interview. So everybody, stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge.